Welcome to the Nerd Out and Workout Podcast. Cast, 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 cast. What is up, everyone? This is Coach Austin here, coming to you from Hyper Strength and Conditioning here in San Jose, California, where we nerd out and work out. And I'm bringing you the Nerd Out and Workout podcast, where we nerd out and work out and podcast. And yes, I'm coming back from a two week hiatus. I've been doing a lot of creative movements in the gym, getting back to training myself, training my coaches, and just running the business. So, uh, yes, uh, that's that's what's been going on. But even with with uh even with that even with that two week hiatus i our audience has been growing and our podcast has been active you guys have been listening there's new people have been listening and i am so thankful thank you guys so much so before we get started please follow all the things subscribe to all the things stitcher apple tunes or apple itunes spotify google podcast whatever you're listening on please subscribe to it it helps a lot uh, follow us on instagram at nerd out and workout you know drop a comment drop a question i will answer back as much as i can uh because the whole goal is to just you know talk about fun things and hopefully you learn something about it through health and wellness and fitness and and stuff like that (laughs) so i'm actually going to talk about today's episode well obviously but today's episode uh, the reason why it's named uh the way it's named because i trained under the coach uh, what was it? I trained under the coach that trained Thor and Thanos. So I like, <laughs> so that was actually pretty cool. That was a fun experience. Yeah, I went through a raw functional training uh, certification over the weekend. Uh, I think at the beginning of May, and it was in Newport Beach. It was two days of intense practicals, and we learned nine movements. And the whole purpose of this raw functional training, you may be hearing it a lot about it, maybe not. It's all about moving the body efficiently and training your senses to process information outside of you so you can move quicker so you can move more efficiently so think about it this way you drop you drop something and it takes you a while to bend down and pick it up or say you fall and it takes a while for you to get up as humans it shouldn't be like that and because most of us are sedentary now we don't move as much it sucks and we always traditional or not traditional but most people will think oh i'm going to i'm going to run i'm going to i'm going to i'm going to lift weights they associate associate working out with push-ups and pull-ups and 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 dumbbell work and barbell work and i'm going to go run and hike and that's good that's good stuff but there's another there's another area of movement that we don't really venture into because organically we're already done with it and I'm talking about crawling. I'm talking about being on the ground. Like making the ground your resistance is like one of the most underrated things. And making your body weight your own resistance. And people are like, oh, yeah, like burpees and, 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 and pull-ups and push-ups and sit-ups. Yeah, but like that's all like flexion stuff. If you're not familiar with all the movement planes, ladies and gents. Like a lot of flexion and extension. But what about rotation? What about... What about like adducting and, and, and what about abducting? And, and, and like if you don't know what I'm talking about, like moving to the side, lateral movements and rotation movements and, and, and weird unilateral movements that we do on a day-to-day basis that we don't even think about. Because if you think about a typical exercise, a push-up, you're pushing yourself off the ground, a pull-up, 
you know, you're pulling yourself off the ground and onto a bar and a squat and a lunge. And, and these are all like, you know, for your exercise scientists out there, kinesiology majors, like sagittal, sagittal flexion or sagittal, yeah, that movement plane in the sagittal field. Uh, oh my God. The sagittal plane is like so redundant, right? Um, rarely transverse, rarely frontal, if that, if that. And for those of you who have no idea what the fuck I'm talking about, life, like the movements and extra, in the movements you see in typical fitness uh, videos and all that stuff, it's just very like bendy, like bent, you're bending, you're flexing, you're extending, and you're rarely moving to the side, you're rarely rotating. And, and especially if you're doing it on the ground. So, so when we did the RFT stuff, uh, it just helped kind of remind me of these movements that not many people do. And the founder of this, the whole, this whole curriculum, is, is, uh, his name's Rolk. Uh, they call him Darok. So, you know, find him on Instagram, Darok. Uh, D-A underscore R-U-L-K. I think that's, I think that's it. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah. But, yeah. Uh, he, he's created this whole curriculum. And it was really cool. It was really fun. Um, there's so many other certifications out there. Oh, my God. There's countless. But I, the, the sense of this certification was just, I just really wanted I, it's been so long since I did assert and did some practically practical learning. And I've been so cooped up in the gym, like running, running the business and doing the business that I needed a weekend for myself to just be a coach and learn. And it's really important for everyone to do that, especially if you're, uh, you're a coach wanting to get better, or if you're just an individual who wants to just get to better yourself, it's always good to just learn, put yourself back into, if you're always in a leadership role, if you're always in a managing role, Always, it's always good to put yourself in that full-on student role in a new environment and just learn. It, it just helps you grow. So that's what I did. Um, I mean, one of the big reasons I actually chose the RFT certification over others is just because the, the community the community that he had going, and it was local. So or it was, like, it was just in SoCal. I'm from NorCal I'm in San Jose. So I decided to, to fly down there for the weekend and, and just go immerse myself in it. And I really believed in in these movements because it kind of, it lined up with my training philosophy of just finding different and more creative ways. And I felt like, you know, I lost my creativity in working out cause I was just so on the business. So, so this one, I really wanted to learn about well, like what, what does this sit through? What's crawling? So he does a lot of crawling. The foundational movement of the RFT, the raw functional training curriculum is crawling and not just bear crawls, ladies and gents. I know like you're thinking bear crawls, but I'm talking about a strict crawl. Like you're on all fours and your knees are two to three inches off the ground. And you're crawling and you can do that for 10 yards and you do it at a 50% tempo, which means you're doing it at a slow, steady pace. You do that for 10 yards. You're going to, you're going to start busting a sweat. I shit you not. And you go backwards and then there's that you do different tempos and you go side crawls and then you do other movements and there's, you end with sit throughs, which is like a rotational floor movement. It's very similar to the MMA, MMA movement. Uh, like the sit outs or if you're in judo or jujitsu if you've done martial arts you know what I'm talking about wrestling a sit out's a very common movement but think about it where instead of kicking out the leg the leg's bent and you're dropping your hips a little bit more and the reason why you do that is because it's less pressure on the shoulder girdle and um, and you're rotating you're, you're introducing rotation and flexion and 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 stability and all that stuff so and and you're using your whole body weight and you're moving your whole body weight as if uh, as if you you were like you're you were like a baby, because baby you start crawling. We're we're efficient crawlers, and, and you you see this in other like movement specialists, 
who talk about this all the time. Like, if you watch a baby move, we should be moving like a baby. If you move like a baby now, it, it sucks. You're like scooting yourself across the floor with just using your legs. Try it. I, try it. Try it for 10 yards. Aside from burning a hole in your pants, it's going to be tough. Uh, but, you know, it's movements like that. Crawling, crawling from point A to point B again without walking. You know, doing stuff like that. Primal, like very fundamental movements we learn as we were our kids or not even kids like toddlers we just forget about it because once we learn how to walk we're walking and we're running all we want to do is run and, and go for it but the the crazy thing about doing this sir and, and 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 learning about this whole rft thing is that you know we're taking it back to the super fundamentals and it's crazy how much it kicks your ass and it was really easy on the joints um it allows you to uh, work on the hips in different ways. So that's, that's what's been going on. That's what I've learned training with the, with the coach who trained Thor and Thanos and seeing what they go through. I learned how to add another element of training and, uh, another, another, another angle of training, whole body conditioning and, and skill level, uh, to the curriculum of HSC by doing an RFT. And if you're wondering, if you're wondering if, it, if it's for everyone or why you should do it uh, or what, what it is even, like what is it supposed to accomplish, um, that's what I hope to achieve in this. So we talk, about, we talk about the whole primal movement thing and, you know, you're moving in different planes of motions, but he's really big on training the proprioception of the, the, uh, the sensory of proprioception of the body. Knowing where your body is in space is something that's so underrated. Like, think about it this way. You're balancing on one foot. If you're standing on one foot, it's either you know how to balance pretty well or you don't. And if you know how to balance really well, now close your eyes. Now can now close your eyes and try to balance on one foot. Can you sense your body? Can you sense how it is in space? Now you're relying on different other senses other than vision. You're relying on the proprioception uh, of your body, like the, the sense of, of how your, where your body is in space. You're, you're depending on that now and that skill set. And a lot of people don't have that skill set developed as they should be. It's not like we, we try to purposely do it. It's just we forget about it. I'm going to stand. If I'm going to stand with two legs, that's because that's it's more stable. I'm going to stand with two legs because it's more stable when has everyone ever like just stood on one foot other than you know if they're an amputee and all that then we get it but but like if you if you just if you look at everything everyone's either like standing on standing on both legs or you know you're doing you're going as stable as possible so we never really challenge that skill set of proprioception of of moving our body through space efficiently and keeping our balance and moving efficiently and Moving through space efficiently, not just by walking, but by crawling, by rolling, by doing all these things, using our body to its fullest potential, using all the muscles in our body, all the joints, all the ligaments, everything that that we are born into this world with, we are using it, all our senses, using it to move as more efficiently as possible. And working and training the body to improve in more ways than one so it could reach its fullest potential. That's what 
I believe from learning from RFT is what it's all about. I mean, where you do movements like rolling and crawling and gorilla type movements, so it does challenge your hip mobility. And one of the biggest things that I've taken from this, from from these movements that I've been doing lately in the gym, and and all that is 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 the the way that it helps train your hips, train those range of motions, where you can sit down into the bottom of a squat, where a lot of people nowadays can't. But now that you're, you're, you're training to crawl and you're training to roll and you're training to – you're working muscles that you otherwise wouldn't have really realized in a, in a traditional, you know, exercise library setting where it's just squats, lunges, and, and stuff like that. Like very isometric or I, I, isolated type movements like single jointed movements or, you know, the traditional squat, bench, deadlift type movements. And those are all great, you know, pressing movements, pulling movements. And by adding this different element, I highly suggest that um, you. I highly suggest you 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 take into consideration moving in different ways, shapes, and forms. So I'm not just saying RFT. I'm not saying RFT is like the answer, end all, be all. Um, it's a great element. And and what I've learned is that trying to do some crawling, adding crawling to your workouts adding some different type of floor exercises to your workouts as finishers. If you don't like running, if you hate impact, try doing some type of primal movements. Cause I'm telling you right now, cause this past weekend was pretty, or the, the, the weekend that I did the, the whole, the whole nine progressions of these movements of just moving body weight. We didn't touch a weight at all. And I was never, I've never been so sore in my life. <laughs> Like, I almost died, dude. Um, and the first day, it was a lot of practical. It was a lot of... Uh, we, we, we learned the, the fundamentals of RFT and how it was supposed to be designed uh, to be implemented into certain programs. You could do it as a full-on program, strength and conditioning, or you can add it as a supplement to your current training program, whether it's weightlifting, powerlifting, MMA all that stuff. And I love the aspect where you can, it's just so flexible. You can add it onto anything and that's what it is. It's always a tool. Don't ever take something as a answer for everything. Take it as a tool and implement it as your own style into your own style. You know, use it to elevate yourself, use it to enhance your training. Cause that's what it's all about. That's what it's all about. So, so going through it, man, they, they put us through the gauntlet, like Rollcat, his assistant coaches out there. He met us, uh, he put us through the gauntlet. It was crazy. It was, it was, uh, the race around was crazy because it was basically like, all right, this is what it's all about. Da, 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 da. Here's the first movement. And we straight up learned the crawl right then and there. And then we had cones lined up. And every, I think every five yards was like another pair of cones. And every coach uh, who was taking the course or every person who was taking the course, it was like an athlete. It was, it was military. It was first responders. It was it was other coaches who had other who owned gyms. Like all of us had our own little lane, and I think it was like twenty five year twenty five yards one way, twenty five yards back. So the first part we started was a crawl, and we crawled at fifty percent. And he showed us how to do it, how to strictly do it, and then we did it while under the guidance of his coaches, his assistant coaches, and we did it, and it was up and down, and then he changed tempo on us. It was nuts. So we did 50% tempo, and then we did 75% tempo, and then we did 100% tempo, and then we had to do very tempo. So I'm just going to give you a hint of it, okay? And there, and then it was like, 
I think it took us like five minutes, five to seven minutes. I would say five to ten minutes. No. I would say uh, like maybe five minutes to get done with that whole progression for the first movement. And people were already dying because it was just like, think about strict crawling and you're doing it at a slow pace and then a medium pace and then a fast pace and then slow, medium, fast, slow, medium, fast. And I was like, oh, shit. And then that was that was that. And I'm not going to give away the rest of the progressions because you're all you're all going to have to just take the certification. If you want to find him, Instagram, follow Rolk at Del Rolk, D-A underscore R-U-L-K. But check him out. Um, but yeah, so, so we did the crawling movement and you, you, it was very quad dominant. Uh, and if you had bad wrists, he said, uh, to like, and that's when, that's where like, Oh, what if I had bad, bad wrists or da da da? And that's when, uh, he mentioned like there's modifications and he showed us all that stuff. And it actually really challenges you to, to know how to place your weight on your hips more. And one of the ways was like, if you can't feel your hips, if you don't know how to tell where your hips are at, look at your knees and use that as a guidance tool. The knees should be two to three inches off the ground at all times. If they're going too high, your hips are too high. I was like pretty smart. And um, so, and then like displacing the weight more on your hips than your wrists, if you have wrist issues. So it was like a lot of learning how to move your body uh, very strategically to be efficient. And then crawling in that way, we're not used to crawling. And no one's not used to crawling. Babies are, sure, kids even. But as adults, full-grown adults, when we crawl, we're, like, out of our element again. We're like, what the hell? I'd rather walk because it's more efficient. But crawling, it just it just challenges our body just that much more. And when you're crawling, you have the lower body and the upper body involved and your trunk. You have the full body involved in this. I mean, yeah, you could say – you could argue the fact that, oh, yeah, when running, running is, is a full-on body movement and stuff, but – Nah, dude, it's like crawling and climbing. Those two things are pretty much like full body. Like we're using everything that we have in our bodies to execute this movement. And it was intense. So we did eight other movements, eight other progressions, and it was so fucked. (laughs) Like it was pretty intense. That we did that and then we did something at the end. I don't want to give that away. So we did that and then at the end we're like, okay, at the end of that first day of training, we're like, okay. We're going to meet back at the beach again on the second day. And the second day, it was other things. Like, you literally had a whole other day to rest. And my body was so wrecked after the first day. I had to go to this recovery area, like cryo spot, and do the whole nine yards of, like, the cryotherapy thing, which I really, you know, that those are that's still up for debate. But I was just so in pain. I was like, I was willing to try everything. And I found this place called cryo spot in San Diego. Oh, not San Diego. In Newport. I think it's right by the... Uh, Orange County Airport called Cryo Spot. And I got everything for like forty five or fifty bucks, and they did the the, the leg boots thing where it massages your your legs. They did the hypervolt on me, and they put me through the cryotherapy chamber. I did the whole nine, man, because I was just so wrecked. I was so done. I was so sore, and then I slept. I was actually supposed to visit family. My cousin just had a kid, his second daughter. And I literally could not. And he was in Torrance. And it was like 40-minute drive away. And I was in Irvine. And I was just like, dude, sorry, man. I can't go out to anywhere. My friends were there, too. Coincidentally, they were coming out to my other good friend who owns a ra- who, who works at a ramen spot. So I was supposed to, like, visit people. I was like, nope. I got to sleep. I was done. It was pretty intense. And then the second day was more of intense shit on the beach. 
Uh, but but the biggest things I also got out of it was like the community that we fostered. Uh, when you suffer, and this is actually an actual thing, when you suffer with people and you're going through it together, man, like we became like one of the closest. I was like, man, these coaches now I'm following them, they're following me. We're keeping in touch with each other. We're challenging each other to do these movements because we learned it together, we suffered together, and that that was that's the crazy part. And the cool thing is. Like, these movements aren't super complicated. It's not like learning. You're not, not trying to learn a snatch off the bat or a clean and jerk or, you know, not even as complicated as a Turkish getup, which is arguably, you know, moderate, simple or moderate, depending on who you're training. Um, but, but, like, these movements are very self-explanatory. And once you get it down, and one of the biggest reasons why we, we went through such a vigorous course, a vigorous practical uh, doing these doing these movements is because one of one of the coaches said you know if you're gonna or rock was like saying if you're gonna teach this you gotta understand how to go through it and not just doing it but like being fatigued and being pushed to your limit as you go through it because guess what you're gonna be probably doing this same thing training the clients pushing them like as coaches do you push people but it's good to be reminded of how you feel as a human when you are pushed to your limit so you understand when to mod it what how they're feeling so you know what they're going through so you know how to adjust their training specific to them and that's what's really important i feel like that's something that not a lot of people do nowadays like oh i, I do this movement i'm gonna teach you how to do it and you're gonna go through it and you're gonna push yourself to do it when they haven't even pushed themselves through it like they they learn the movement they could do it efficiently for a few reps but how is it how can you how how do you coach it when someone's fatigued through it and you're you're coaching them and you're trying to you know, Egomon to push through and surpass expectation as with any coach tries to do, you know, like you want your clients to push just a little bit more to, to, to get better, to get through that mental block, to, to improve, to, to accomplish just a little bit more when they're there. And how can we do that when, you know, when it's been a while since we've done it for ourselves and it's, you know, any coach can say, well, I train myself and I push myself. Sure. Sure. That's fine. But you do it in a group. And there's other people telling you what to do. And there's a certain expectation and standard that you got to fulfill. That's a different beast. And I truly believe if you're a coach that, that wants to get better and wants to learn, you need to put yourself in those situations where you're training and you're learning with other like-minded individuals and you're being pushed to that limit. So you understand, so you know what goes through the human mind, the human mind when they're being pushed. Cause we always demand our clients and our members to go a little bit extra for us we should do that for them too so we uh, we so we told we truly understand where they're coming from um and i think that's a big thing uh that people are kind of losing sight about they're like so used to like look at me i'm doing the movement so perfectly da, 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 da. now you do it and you can do it and da, 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 da. and i push myself now put yourself in a setting where you're not in control and people are pushing you and see how far you can go and then you'll you'll have that much more empathy and that much more understanding when you train clients. That will make great coaches. Oh my god! I think that that was one of the biggest things I got out of this. Um, so yeah, with that being said, I'm actually going to put my coaching staff through it, through the whole progression, so they understand because it's really big on me that people know um, this type of training and adding it to the curriculum that we currently have with powerlifting and weightlifting and conditioning. Um, and we're always looking to add on and to learn. And, and it's really important for, for that to happen. And, um, and yeah, that's, I mean, you want, you want great results. You, you got to just keep pushing the envelope and that, that's a thing. So 
So, yes, coaching with or training with the coach who uh, trained Thor and Thanos. So, Rolk, Rolk trained uh, Chris Hemsworth and his coach, the coach Luke. And and he also helped train uh, Josh Brolin, put them through a few workouts. And, and he's good. You know, he, he's he's uh, an active coach of theirs. And, you know, Rolk's on that center app thing, too. Like, that's one of his things. But, but it was really interesting to see that what he went through because that was really interesting, too. Like, wow, these guys are really vouching for what he's doing. All these other, all these other fellow coaches that I've been kind of following, they've been vouching for what Rolk's been doing, and is really simple stuff. And I think that's what's being lost in in a lot of content that's being placed out there. That everyone, I feel like everyone's kind of trying to trying to do too much. When in reality, like if you just take it back and just simplify certain movements and just add one or two things to it, it adds a different dimension. It adds a different dimension to the movement. And it, and it, and 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 the impact of the movement just gets amplified times ten, with just a slight simple modification that people wouldn't even thought about. So being more creative with the workouts, but in a more simplistic way, because I feel like I feel like a lot of the content there that's being thrown out there, it's being it's like a little too much. Like all these like all these uh all these crazy circuits, or all these are crazy like I don't know. I think it's like you're doing like. Like, I don't I don't know how to explain it, but y'all know what I'm talking about. Like they do the workout just because they want they want the engagement, but they're not really trying to encourage or like show people what you know what's effective and what can do. Because you know, and let's just be straight up. Like people would rather watch someone flip around or you know lift a truck and all that stuff than learn how to do a row correctly or like de- seeing a, a, another variation of chest supported rows with chains that i did that the other day and if you look at my personal instagram at coach Toloza, i mean i've been doing more creative type movements that's very simple that you can add on to your workouts and and you know to because i just wanted to see what would happen and i'm very happy that like a lot more people are actually engaging with it and it's actually pretty cool so so what I've learned, so what I've learned training with the guy who trains Thor and Thanos is just to keep it simple and be purposeful and, and doing simple movements such as crawling and the sit throughs and the RFT stuff and using those type of movements as a tool and adding it onto your overall programming will, will enhance your training and your results times 10 without doing to create without complicating too much things and i i I, and that's what i truly learned from it and that's what i'm bringing to the gym and i've actually been testing it on our members and our clients and people there's people who have knee pain and had hip mobility issues and now they're like moving better people have personally come up to me like dude the movements that you've been doing the workouts that you've been prescribing lately this past month my knee feels better I'm seeing results like, oh my God, like I'm sweating my ass off, but like I, I'm not as sore and like, my joints don't hurt as much. And it's really cool. It's like, oh, okay. So we, it's like, it's like, it's like I'm Thanos and I'm, I, I just collected my mind stone to round out my training curriculum. And I'm sure that's, you know, it's going to change in the near future. Cause you know, as you're always trying to like change and adjust things in your training curriculum, or you should be if you're like, you know, creating a program and all that stuff. Uh, but yeah, and that's, that's what I learned. So with that being said, I uh, hope you guys learned something. I hope that was great. I hope uh, I hope I hope that was uh, something you guys could follow along. Cause yeah, uh, I will be coming out with another episode by the end of the week as well. 
But again, please don't forget to follow, subscribe to the Stitcher, subscribe to whatever podcast channel I'm on, like iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts. Follow us at, at NerdOut and Workout on the Insta G's. And yeah, thank you guys so much for your support. Thank you guys so much for listening. And uh, we will, uh, I will talk to you guys later about another episode. Okay, bye.